John, let's tell the people about mybookie.ag, promo code HAM, the number one. So much coming up this week. Yep, guy, we got some NCAA tournament games. Thursday, Thursday Friday, Saturday, Friday. Sunday. Uh, we have NBA's in full swing, baseball right around the corner. You want to get on some early Dodgers to win a World Series? No, they never win it. Giants, don't feel that good. Uh, you, you got any sleepers? Twins, Blue Jays? You see Vlad Guerrero Jr.? I mean, you see how far that home run ball went? It went like 700 feet. Matt Bombs. Chapman? So uh, we got WGC, a little match play going on this week. Um, if you want to get your gamble on there, a lot, a lot happening. You got NHL games in full swing. Mybookie.ag, promo code HAM, and the number one. As John makes sure that NHL games are still in full swing. Confirmed. Uh, go check it out. As always, you can accept the bonus. Remember, you have to bet the full amount before you can draw funds, or you can decline a bonus. But either way, HAM1, let them know we sent you. Middle call! Middle call! Duty. That's your line. What's happening? Bronco country, let's ride. <clears throat> Rally the troops. What's up, everybody? What's funny is reporting for duty. I was Tiger's caddy, Stevie Williams, is doing this this like tell all podcast, like 45 minutes on just each major they won with an Australian guy. Like, so it's all Australian, <laughs> but it's called like chasing majors. It's not bad. Like he tells pretty good stories. He told the story of like it was like 05. They were headed to the major wherever, U.S. Open. Tiger pulls over the, the car, looks at him, and he goes, Stevie, I'm going to become a Navy SEAL. And Stevie at first like laughed. And he's like, he didn't laugh. He was dead serious. So when I said reporting for duty, I just thought of that. Like Stevie was like, he was dead serious. What if, one of, us, what if one of us left it. the show to go be a Navy SEAL? You know, I, I, you know, I was listening to uh, what's his name's book crazy dude uh jocko no kind of of the jocko family but I, I i think there's an i think it's very difficult like once you get to your mid-30s probably be a no-go of the jocko family yeah what's the guy oh david goggins oh, oh. be hard all right uh we are live on youtube on monday we were not planning to do a podcast today we're just going to do a live stream and uh, they were like, well, let's see. We'll see what happens. So this live stream could become a podcast as well. If you are here on YouTube, we appreciate you very much. Share it with your friends. Tell your friends. Consummate that like button, no doubt, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, podcast is down in the description of the YouTube below. If you're listening to this podcast, it's great to have you there as well. We also have the YouTube channel. You can go and um, uh, check out the description on the podcast, and there is a YouTube link there. And... If you don't mind, maybe, uh, you know, give us a little review on iTunes. A little five-star review. iTunes. Pretty easy to do. You know, share it with your friends. Share it with your enemies. Share it with your enemies. Can't forget that line. It's a good call. I got a couple enemies in my phone that I could, I could shoot at. Hey, just want, I was thinking of you. Yeah, hey. Dick. A couple, Here's couple a link. Right to Listen mine. to this. But I don't think you got to go dick. I think you play it nice. Like, hey, man, I was just thinking of you. Here's this. Even though that you know each of you hate each other. That, to me, is the curveball. It's like the Kershaw in his prime. Like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Imagine if someone you just truly hated, and you hate him, he hates you, just sent you a text. Like, hey, man, I just read this article on uh, on The Athletic. I thought you'd like it. I love I love the enjoy exclamation point. Yeah. Enjoy. Have Rickson, a great day. Enjoy. 
It's just like Saints manipulate the cap to sign Jameis. Grigson, where, where is where is your guy? Is he in uh, India? Uh, Minnesota. He's on his. Uh, I, I texted a buddy in the NFL that worked with him. I said, this guy tr- changes more teams than NBA players. I mean, he's been on like five teams the last six years. Seattle, Cleveland, uh, now Minnesota. You know, he's just he's bouncing around. Dave on the stream says, if you sent me that, I would 100% think it was a virus. I get some of those in my DMs like, you know, we have... $10,000 waiting for you on PayPal. Just give us your link Bro, and your sign-in number. Did you see that the city of Fresno got duped by one of those, like, you know, African uh, prince uh, scams? Like, I have $10 uh, million waiting for $200,000. They, they were able to recover, like, 2200 Why would they send it to them? They, somebody, it was, it was disguised. It wasn't an African prince scandal, but it was somewhere in Africa. It was disguised and an in, as an invoice for like some company that did construction work for the city, and the person sent it out. Yeah, and just somebody like you know handling the invoices. It looked just like the invoice. It looked just like you know whatever John Deere tractors or something. I don't know. And uh, and so they just you know sent to the bank account on the invoice. They sent the money. I always say this guy, and I've watched a lot of criminal shows. I watch a lot of mafia shows. I've watched a lot of cartel shows. I don't think criminals get quite enough credit for their ingenuity, how intelligent they are. Like that, that is genius. Like you just, if you just send an invoice to a real business, I mean, there's probably a 50-50 chance the person doing it just in and out, right? Just doop, doop, doop. Sometimes, you know, I'd say half the time, if you have good secretaries or whatever, they're going to catch it. But I bet half the time's like, that's a thriving under a underground cash source. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, do you think John Lynch told just john lynch said two two somebody's trading us two twos and they sent them and then jimmy showed up in carolina and carolina had never sent any twos and jimmy just was waiting for somebody from the panthers to come pick him up from the airport what and if he's like guys like, I'm talking where's the two I, what i'm talking usfl draft guys i had two twos <laughs> in usfl draft you know what do you guys so, talk I, not the nfl the usfl uh this is what florio wrote on monday morning before matt ryan got traded to the colts did you notice, by the way, John, the same thing happened today. I, I've been telling you, Monday, same deal happened with Matt Ryan. It was like the Colts are nearing a deal. The Colts are hearing like it's going to be a third rounder. Something's been going on these last few weeks, these NFL trades. Instead of it getting announced or reported when it happens, reported when it happens, there's been a lot of these, like the reports are like they're nearing a deal. It's just something's different in the way well, these it, trades it, are getting reported. Well, just put yourself in the shoes of the GM at Atlanta – the GM of the Colts, who would want that out? Who's looking for leverage here? Falcons. The GM of the Falcons. So I can give you less, but why? I, I don't know. It's just... But why, why would the GM of the Falcons care if that was out or not? Because that would get him more leverage. Oh, you're actually asking me. Sorry, I thought it was rhetorical. I mean, I guess you'd want it out. You'd want uh, somebody else to offer more, but... I don't know the Panthers. I don't the Saints. I don't know what who you wouldn't trade him to the Saints probably. I, or I don't the know. Panther. You wouldn't trade him to either one of those teams. I, I don't know. I, I I don't even know if it's necessarily a leverage play from an agent. Are you saying that's My, what you think it is? Well, I don't know. I mean, why? Yeah. Because you're right. The timing of it doesn't make much sense. That comes out and then boom, every the dominoes that happened after that, something doesn't add up. I just can't put the pieces of the puzzle together. I haven't been able to either, and it's been happening multiple times, and I wonder if it's. 
maybe there's more communicate, more direct communicate, but they've had a lot of direct communication with agents. I don't know. I don't even have a theory on it. I've just noticed something is different in the way these NFL stories are getting reported. And I can't figure out who benefits from it, but I'm open to everybody's conspiracy theories. I saw somebody, one of the Barstool guys retweeted this conspiracy theory about one of the technical fouls in one of the tournament games. Well, anyway, who cares? Let me, never mind. All right. On to what we're going to talk about. Believe me, you're not missing. You can find it. I retweeted it. This is what Florio wrote Monday morning. As we hear it, 49ers GM John Lynch is telling interested teams that he has an offer in hand of two second round picks for Garoppolo. At least one interested team reacted to the news we're told by concluding that if the Niners had two first round picks waiting for Garoppolo, they should take it. This is also we could debate who. Why did he start by writing second round picks and then he wrote first round picks? Do you get that? Um, Did you uh, mistype there? I, you know, that's a good question. That has to be a mistype, right? Okay. Would well, you yeah, agree that has two, to be a mistype? That, well, that if he had two, two first two, round picks. Yeah. If he had two second round picks. Hold now for the Deshaun trade. <laughs> what? What? I mean, it has to be two twos is what he meant to say. This. Yeah, You're right. I, he says two twos the second time. Uh, two ones the second time. But uh, I read that as somebody reaches out to Florio who has talked to the Niners, a team reaches out to Florio and says, this guy's telling me he's got two twos on the table. Have you heard that? And Florio tells him, I haven't heard that, but thanks for the information. And they both probably conclude that John Lynch is bluffing. Yeah, I mean, I think they played their hand. And they their hand was to be patient and wait everyone out, and eventually they would get the pot. Now, the pot was never going to be like Texans-level pot but they would come up profitable. And I think there's a level of, I think there are several variables on their overall thought process here. I think there's some arrogance of like, we're smart. You know, we got a Stanford guy. We got Parag. I think Kyle fucking got a big ego. I mean, they think they're really smart. They should. I mean, they're, they've done good shit. Uh, but football, I mean, things change really, really fast. Like Baker Mayfield was the apple of everyone's eye in Cleveland. And now he's shit of luck. No one wants him. Right. I mean, it's just things change fast in the NFL. Hell, Jimmy was starting playoff games a month later. His arms in the sling. It's like, yeah, eh, whatever. And I also think there is the variable, the combination of the arrogance, which all these teams, Coach Reed's arrogant, even, you know, Pete Carroll's arrogant. Like it's, arrogance is probably the wrong word, but, you know, ego, belief, like stubbornness probably is a better word sometimes. And then there's the variable of like, we'll keep this guy. Kyle will keep this guy. We will keep this player. And I just, I've said over and over, I I do think there is a smaller part of the pie that is that led by the guy that ultimately gives the thumbs up or the thumbs down on literally every personnel decision. And that's Kyle. That he's like, yeah, if we got it, we'll keep him. Which we can get into a little later, the dynamics of that we've talked to, but I think they were hoping, I think to do some sweet deal, right? maybe a second and a third player, like hoping to just break the bank for this guy. It's kind of clear it was going to get harder and harder. Today, I would say, felt like a tornado wiped out any pick that was even out there, didn't it? Well, and the the, the Deshaun variable is probably the third category, right, for the thing you're talking about. Because um, that was a major variable. It just so happened as free agency was unfolding, Deshaun had – uh, a grand jury decided not to indict him. And so suddenly he became available to trade. To but I would say once he went to Cleveland, didn't impact the Niners that much. Wouldn't you agree? 
<clears throat> well, but I just think the domino effect of the whole thing of him considering Atlanta, Atlanta then opening their eyes to trading Matt Ryan, Deshaun going to Cleveland, Matt Ryan now becoming available, the Colts liking Matt Ryan more, the Saints deciding, Jimmy getting the surgery, the Saints deciding on Jameis. I mean, it's just Arthur Blank, uh, Arthur Blank, Arthur Smith having coached one of the free agent quarterbacks in Tennessee, Marcus Mariota, him being much, much cheaper. Like it just, I think a lot of the things that could go wrong for the Niners went wrong. And that combined with them wanting a lot for him, the surgery, the amount of money he's owed, all of these things. I mean, it was but a combination. It, I, I'm not a huge poker guy, though. I, I live with people in college that loved it. I've watched enough of it on television, right? When you're playing the Texas Hold'em. And, you know, sometimes you got pocket aces or whatever. You're like, you can take some people down. But, you know, you see, if you've watched, you know, what's his, you know, the ESPN doesn't feel like they put it on TV as much, but for a long period of time. No, it doesn't. Did hockey college. take its place? Where, where did it I don't go? know, but didn't it feel for like a 10-year stretch? Like it was yeah. on ESPN2 a lot. When you get really aggressive with like a 2 and an 8 or something, you need a lot to go right. You need yeah. some flops to go your way. And I wouldn't say the Niners had a 2 and an 8, but they did not have pocket aces. I, I would say they didn't even have like a, a you know, uh, whatever they call kings, queens, jacks, like whatever that level is. Like they were <laughs> yeah. single digits and th but they were hoping to like play it perfectly and ultimately win some cash. Now they were never going to win the World Series of Poker because they didn't have a Deshaun Watson. But they went in that mindset of, and I, this is where I wonder if the variable is like we're cool with just folding, which I think they were always cool with folding, basically keeping him. Now I don't know how for long. Is fold keeping or is fold cutting? Uh, it does not feel like cutting has been talked about at all beside no. people like me that are like, I think they're going to cut him, but they, it's never come out once that they're like, you know, cause I bet, cause again, back to Kyle, like why the fuck would we cut him? We and why would we cut him now, cut him now, cut him later. You know, like to me, it's if they don't have to use his money for somebody else, which clearly they, they chose, they chose not to, they were, they chose not to, or they, yeah. I mean, it might be that they chose not to because no one, they, they weren't going to pay somebody whatever needed to be spent. That ward might've been the biggest money deal they were going to do with a free agent, but they were right. able to sign him with, without, you know, with Jimmy Stan. Yeah. They restructure. I'm just saying like, uh, it's possible that they evaluated the scenario and said, okay, if Von Miller costs this much, we would sign him. But since he's not going to cost this much, then it's not worth cutting Jimmy to sign Von Miller. I, I do think it's fair to be critical on a guy that they've seen and kick their ass who's pretty damn good in Chandler Jones to like, you know, that would have been a guy. No, one I agree with you. I agree. The only point I realistic. Yeah. No, I agree with you. The only point I'm making is I don't think we can assume if Jimmy had been cut, they would have signed Chandler Jones or if Jimmy had been traded, they would have signed Chandler Jones. Cause by and large, that's not how they've operated. That's the only point I'm making on that. Like, I don't think we can just say Jimmy prevented them from signing somebody. He got 32 looking at his money. He got $32 million guaranteed. So it's, he got a pretty penny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you agree that's not typically, but I, I would say this: like if there were two twos on but they, the table, but guy, they haven't been in a position. Part of it goes back to like that Jimmy. They haven't really had that much app space over the last couple of years. They did the one when they first showed up and they signed all those random that's true. guys. That's true. This would have been the first time where it's like you could restructure, use Jimmy, and you got some wiggle room. Like you that's got true. some whoo, yeah. to take some shots. I'm just saying, I I don't think we can assume I, if they thought Chandler Jones is what it would take, then they then they would have a decision to make. What do we do? Do we cut Jimmy? Do we trade Jimmy for a fifth and then sign Chandler Jones? I don't think we can assume they would have done something with all the cap space. That's the but, point. But I'm here, but here's back to you. You said that they haven't operated like that. They they haven't had a rookie quarterback, 
And now they got like the Chargers haven't really operated like no. that. Now they, you know, the the, it's, it's, the Chiefs, the Bills, like part of legitimate it, you point. have to operate like that. Yeah, legitimate point. I would have been surprised if they had signed Chandler Jones, but the only point I'm making is I don't assume they would have used the Jimmy money on somebody else. That's 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 so like so like next year year one in a trade. Like, are we gonna just yeah? We can't assume because they, they'll have they'll not have any track record. <laughs> seems it's gonna. Well, yeah, seem I don't assume anything with. I I don't assume what they'll do next year. I don't know. I'm not saying they should or they shouldn't or they will or they won't. My only point in this part of the conversation is I don't assume they would have used Jimmy money on Chandler Jones or a big money free agent. Which That's to me is kind of crazy. No, I, I'm I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying like it's crazy that we're even thinking like eventually like next year, like what are you going to do? Like wh- why are you doing this? Like what's the the point of having a rookie quarterback is you have all this fucking wiggle room, and they're they're wasting it right. I mean they wasted this free agency period. Uh, we'll see what happens. So uh, two twos. I don't believe that's true. They how would they not have taken two twos for Jimmy Garoppolo? You would have made money on the trade from the first time you acquired. You agree with that? Like the Florio report, I, that's a bluff. That if it's if if that's what was said, who was offering two twos? But you do you think that's true? That somebody offered two twos and they said no, or we'll get back to you. I I mean I think they're lying. I don't I don't yeah I don't they're I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Uh, so Matt Tryon, uh, Matt Tryon, Matt Ryan did get traded. And um, one of the things Diana Rossini wrote, why didn't the Colts go after Jimmy G? From what I was told, they were concerned over the shoulder injury, not much on the medical side, so much as the idea of missing time in the offseason with the new team. This was a red flag. The uh, Colts ultimately traded a third rounder for Matt Ryan, who is on the books for like $24 million this year and $28 million next year. In Indy, the Falcons take a $40.5 million <laughs> dead cap uh, number on him. So um, I think they saved like $8 million. So good but for I them. But I feel like I feel like most teams, if it was going to cost a third for Jimmy or a third for Matt Ryan, I would take 36-year-old Matt Ryan. I would so too. would Kyle Shanahan. I think so yeah. would basically every offensive coach. I mean, I to me, what hurt Jimmy in this scenario is, is not necessarily the shoulder. It's that when Matt Ryan legitimately became available and the Falcons, and this is where I think the 49ers were playing some poker, they had to look, because they have the same access as we have. Obviously, they even have more. They look, they go, the Falcons aren't going to eat $40 million of dead cap because no one thought they would. And that's why when when it came was reported last week that Watson was interested, it's like, well, this is going to be complicated. How are they going to figure this out? And like Mortensen and Schefter was like, you know, they're working through it with Matt Ryan. And it was clearly going to be a complicated scenario. And then I bet Indy, who it felt like was going to just be stuck with Jimmy. And that's how it felt. Like they were stuck with Jimmy, not as much they were smitten for Jimmy. They went, well, we, got, we like Matt Ryan more. I, I text multiple people in the NFL today. I said, who was better, Matt Ryan today or Rivers when Indy got him? And both guys said, you know, one guy leaned Matt Ryan, the other guy leaned Rivers. Bottom line, it's a coin flip. Well, that guy, who that Rivers led them to 11 wins, cruised to the playoffs. And remember, they were actually in a playoff game against the Ravens. Like, that, that team was good. You know, he wasn't perfect. He was an older player. But you could, you get a, into the playoffs with 11 wins and a good core. Like, you, you can win some games, right? Like I think Matt, the yeah, I mean they play look, in a dome. I I think Matt's a little better than Philip was at that point, but I agree with you. It's a coin flip. But let me read to you Philip Rivers' career. L- last thing too, 
what did Jimmy, like one point of separation for the Colts is like, we get rid of Wentz, we get Jimmy's character, we get his leadership. Well, what did Rivers and Matt Ryan have? You see Arthur Blank was like, this guy has been, like, they are they are Jimmy on steroids. Yeah. Because they've, you know, been true Fran- like to me, Jimmy's been a unique. Has Jimmy a franchise quarterback, or was he like the starting quarterback on a really good team? He was know? a franchise's quarterback. Yeah, where well, those guys were franchise quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about fifteen-year starters plus <laughs> seventeen years. I mean, also here's the other thing: they're old. They were old, or Philip was. Philip was two years older. He was thirty-nine, I think, when the Colts got him, and Matt Ryan will be thirty-seven on opening day. Here's Philip Rivers. I'm going to read you the number of games he started by year. 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16. Let's do Matt Ryan now. Starts by year. 16, 14, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 15, 16, 17. What do they have in common, guy? They don't miss games. How many games they miss combined? That's a combined three. Three missed starts. In what is it, 32 years? Do you know that (laughs) Phillip Rivers tore his ACL in a playoff game and played the next week? (laughs) It's a good thing they lost the next week or he might have had to... Yeah, which even he said, which even he said to the, I think on the Manning cast this year, it was a modern miracle. Like it's not, it wasn't a sustainable thing, but still, that's... Tells you everything you need to know. Uh, uh, So that's 18 years minus two because his first two years, he was the backup for the Chargers, right? So 16 years for Phillip. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen years. So thirty years. Matt Ryan and uh, and Philip Rivers combined to average a g- missed one game a decade. You know, Jimmy's missed eight and a half games the last two years. I mean, <laughs> Mister Superfly on the stream. Jimmy's numbers three sixteen six fifteen. <laughs> Underrated 10-game miss in uh, 2020, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. I think. I mean, I, underrated, I think that, but... I, I just think that year was so weird that unless you're like a Bucks fan, it kind of gets forgotten. It just... It, it, a lot was going on in society. Jimmy missed a shitload of games that year. There was a lot of Mullins and CJs. You know, it's just... I think it got wiped from a lot of people's memory. It was easier too to wipe it after this year, right? Make a little playoff run. It's like, okay, you know, we don't even think about that year. But there was a lot of sitting in the box in uh, in Tempe or Glendale, Arizona, watching some games that last month. Remember, I with do. a crew of with like the- seven all stars. <laughs> yeah, J- Jimmy was like taking effect. I-, I love like Trent and George was like eating popcorn. It's like we're not. I mean, what are we doing? Taking notes. J- Jimmy's like, this is what Bill would want me to do. He's like. Jimmy's like draw, you know, playing tic tac toe. Uh, so yeah, man, I'm with you. I, I Matt Ryan to me once he becomes available to the Colts because the Colts I don't think were part of the uh, Baker Mayfield club. It became a real problem for them, a real problem for them. And uh, now, as I, the the market is non-existent. I mean, two two quarterbacks, three quarterbacks got new teams on Monday. Three: Mariota, Jameis, Matt Ryan. So now the market is the Panthers. I mean, losing the Colts is a is a major loss for the 49ers. That's where it felt like they were kind of held hostage. And the Colts just said, no, we're not held hostage. Matty Ice, that they they got the river flop for them. 
and this is where I said when you play poker, th- there are just so many things out of their control. Think about this guy. You, we talk about Jimmy, the 3, 15, 6, 15 or whatever. He got hurt is when Brady got suspended. He didn't even make it all four games. He got hurt in the second game. He got hurt in the second game. That is the I, most. You and I talked about that when he got acquired. That that would be like, oh, maybe that's a thing that we should be concerned about. So it's just you injured players, man. You want to avoid at all costs. I've said it about Wentz, who I just think for a long time was kind of like a Jimmy. In the sense of always hurt, right? Wouldn't you say that Carson's like first four years, it was like, this guy just gets feet and backs and ACLs. The last several years, Wentz has not missed games. He has played back-to-back 16-game seasons. And you watch him, it's like, he honestly, I feel pretty, he feels like a durable player when I watch him. I don't expect him to get hurt. Jimmy, sometimes he goes, no, he, like, is he, he well, he, what was the, in 2020, he only played 12 games. Did they bench him? Healthy bench. Healthy bench. Healthy bench. Jalen. Okay. Which, you know, his career's kind of got derailed. He does not feel like a healthy player to me, but you're right. I mean, the number, it feels to me like he's always dealing with something. He has not got an injury that's knocked him out of a game since the playoffs in 19. When he got a concussion. Gotcha. So... I mean, part of this is how badly do they want to trade him? The answer is pretty badly. But do they want to trade him? Why do you assume that? Well, because they've been trying to trade him. We sure? Yeah, they've been trying to trade him. They they would like to trade him. I I could say. I mean, I, I'm not saying that he doesn't mean he stays on the team for a while, or but we rule out that he starts week one. I, this is what I keep going back to. They traded three ones for Trey Lance last year. So they, they don't want Jimmy to be their quarterback in perpetuity. I, I just think if but they wanted not, to trade him, couldn't he already be on the Colts for like a fifth-round pick? That's well, they want to, they think there's a, they're also a value game they're playing here, right? Where they think he's worth something and they want to they squeeze every dime out. And it's it's now they're in this situation. So I don't, you know, I think part of this is Trey Lance. It could come to the point where Jimmy's still on the roster. You then get to OTAs. Trey Lance is your quarterback. How does Trey Lance look maybe then becomes a factor in what happens with Jimmy Garoppolo. But they traded two ones and swapped another one to trade Trey Lance. So they, like Jimmy Garoppolo, in their ideal world, is not the quarterback of the future. And I think there were multiple times this year where it was clear, like they are, they need more. They want, Kyle wants more out of his quarterback. But they're also, I think, not just going to trade Jimmy or get rid of Jimmy for the sake of it. Because we all think, quote unquote, it's time to go on to Trey. What's, or that they need we, to get him out of the building for Trey, right? Isn't that why we're sitting here today, March 21st? Him yeah. still on the squad? Yeah, I mean, now maybe the surgery is part of why we're sitting here too, but here we are. We're sitting here. And we might be sitting here a little while longer. What? Yeah, I mean, I I mean, he's not going anywhere. I mean, I ex- kind of expect him to be in the training camp now. Yeah, I mean, he's going to miss OT, right? Anybody who had a concern about his arm isn't going to trade for him before OTAs. Now, maybe the Panthers. I mean, you want to just get into like who is even left? Like, what what are we doing here? Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what we're talking about. But you want, you want to hit butcher box really quick? Uh, yeah, we can. You want to wait? Well, you want to make this a separate discussion? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. You can start as I pull up the website. Okay, really quick. ButcherBox.com slash ham. Here's what we got for you. You go to ButcherBox.com slash ham. You get free ground beef. Free ground beef for life as long as you're a subscriber. Giving new members free ground beef for life. How do you beat that? They got chickens. They got steaks. They got everything. Just go. You put boxes together. They deliver it every month. Uh, it's very easy to set up, but with our butcherbox.com slash ham, you get free ground beef for life. Thank us later. Thank us by going, getting free ground beef, have some tacos, have a burrito, make some burgers, starting to get sunny outside, now lighter outside longer, go BBQ, uh, get it on. Make some chili, love some good chili. Ooh, mm. all good ideas. Each box contains 8 to 14 pounds of meat depending on the box you choose. That's enough for 24 individual meals. Pack fresh, ship frozen for convenience so you can save time on your next grocery store trip. You can customize your own box or go with one of the ones that ButcherBox already has for you pre-made or you know pre-packaged. Either way, you get exactly what you want and you get free ground beef. You're right, it is a tongue twister. Free ground beef for life, two pounds uh, in every order as long as you have your membership. So log on to butcherbox.com slash ham to claim this deal. This is your chance to never have to shop for ground beef again. It's very good ground beef. We speak from experience. Butcherbox.com slash ham. That's butcherbox.com slash ham. Okay. His potential destinations right now. Every team in the NFL has a quarterback, right? After today, all these teams. Now, you can argue the Panthers do not love Sam Darnold. We'll get into that a little bit later. The Houston Texans, I saw Mayoko tweeting that he, even he, kind of waving the white flag like this thing. They like Davis Mills. Davis Mills on a shitty roster showed more than enough to not keep rolling. Now you could argue he's a third round pick. You big bring Jimmy in. Are you gonna are you gonna trade for Jimmy to be your backup at twenty seven? I, I don't no think, sense. First of all, Davis Mills is not a normal third round pick to me. Davis Mills is a first round talent that was picked in the third round because he had an injury history and had not played a lot of football. But I'm not Davis Mills, he's Tom Brady, but don't no, no, you I know you're not. View, but don't you think they view like we got to fucking steal? That's here. my point. Like Davis Mills is not Davis Mills is first round skill set and projected first round pick the year before his last year at Stanford. Daniel Jeremiah said it uh, on this David, show. David, David, David Shaw, Shaw came on and said it. He's a first round quarterback. So what did he tear his ACL in college? Yeah, he said he had a few injuries. He had a shoulder. T- I I couldn't keep track of everything, but he didn't play. He got hurt a lot. He got hurt a lot. And that's why he he hadn't played a lot of football. He started like I don't know. Tw- I started a very small number of football games. But, so but to I, me, the Texans are out of the question for Jimmy. The, the only thing where they're not out of the question in the sense of like they just have him. They don't you know Tyrod's not on their squad anymore. Or whatever they don't have backup quarterbacks. Casario, you have to think was a huge part. I mean, they spent time around. Yeah, Casario was a New England guy. Yeah, but it's like, do you want Jimmy? To, is he just going to go there to be the backup? And you're not going to trade making $27 million. That makes no sense. But you could say it's never dumb to have multiple quarterbacks, a high-level guy that knows what you like. I mean, they're trying to set a culture there. But again, he's going to be the backup quarterback. So, like, it's pretty clear that the New Orleans Saints said for $21 million guaranteed over two years, We'll take this guy back over trading for Jimmy's one year at $27 million. One thing we had talked about is like the injuries, an underrated uh, deterrent 
of Jimmy Garoppolo was the fucking number. If you told me that Jimmy's number was what Baker's number is, Sam Darnold's number is, the 18, this, the Colts probably have acquired him before 19. Matt Ryan thing ever comes available, right? Because that's pretty manageable. You could easily do third for Jimmy, whatever. You 18. think even with the shoulder? or I, I just think it's easier to justify the number. I think you just keep telling yourself, we're going to trade a third-round pick for this guy, and he can't do anything when we're like, we don't have a quarterback? This, I, I would just keep talking myself out. And then you just you just keep looking at the injury history. You're like, 27 mil? I, I'm just talking out loud. I don't, I don't think he's really that tradable right now, given all the all the holes filled around the league. Well, who's left? Well, like see, you, start, and, you started going well, through the list. Think about Seattle, too. A team in your division knows the other three teams in your division so well because where do you spend watching most of your tape? You play six of those games. So the other teams are playing each other. Can you imagine how much, and Pete Carroll's what, a defensive guy, how much 49er offense he's seen over the years? Like if you, it, Pete Carroll, does he, could he rattle off every player's strengths and weaknesses in the league? Who knows? I, I bet he'd probably get closer than you'd think. I guarantee he has a legit, a, he could go have a serious conversation about Jimmy Garoppolo, right? What he thinks about Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, yeah. strengths, weaknesses, why he wouldn't want him or would want him. Because I do think the Niners, remember Belichick used to trade players to the Bills. Like the Niners would trade him to Seattle for the, I mean, at this point, right? You wouldn't be afraid to play him. You would not be afraid to play him. I think they would trade him there. I don't think they would want him. I don't think they would want him for two reasons. The reason you're illustrating, they know him, and reason two, they they got DK. They want to throw the ball down the field. Drew Locke does have a big arm. He does. Yeah. Drew Locke has a big arm. So I, I don't think, you know, I mean, clearly, say what you want about Drew Locke. They think there's a chance that he could maybe, possibly, perhaps one day be something. And you already know, like, he has some of the unknown that sometimes a prospect has. You already know what Jimmy Garoppolo is. And I don't, no one wants to spend. $25 million for what you already know to not be, you know, the kind of quarterback that can, that you can rely on. Okay. So they're out. Um, well, that's about it then. It's kind of crazy. And I say this all the time. There are so many teams that need a quarterback and yet it's always hard to find a spot for a quarterback because they're just a little here, a little but, there. But, the but money matters so there's much. A diff- there's a difference too of like, Miami might legitimately need a quarterback pretty soon, but it makes no sense to not just let's see the well, new exactly. coach with Tua. Let's just see it out. Yeah. Right. It's some of these teams that might quote unquote, and who knows the Texans in a year, maybe Davis Mills gets exposed, whatever. But right now you're just all your chips are in the middle of the table on this kid. Just see if he got something. This guy came from a place where see if he got something worked out several times. They draft Matt Castle in the seventh round. He became something. They draft Jimmy Garoppolo in the second round. One thing you would say about the Patriot guys, they're not they don't believe you have to be a top 5 pick at quarterback to win with you, right? Or to right. Be, find good quarterbacks. Like Casario right. has seen it. For 20 years he was around Bill. I mean, the best player was pick 199, but then all their other quarterbacks that well, had that, some success were later picks, including Jimmy. Bill drafting Mac Jones was another part of the equation, right? If you go back a year, that created this situation. And so what it leads to then is what you've been saying the possibility is going to be on the team for a while. And the question then is, is he on the team for a while because maybe he just remains their starter? Or is he on the team for a while because eventually somebody gets hurt? Maybe, maybe not, right? And then somebody is more inclined to trade for Jimmy in three, four months. But 
there's no guarantee that anybody gets hurt or that anybody needs a quarterback, uh, you know, at the beginning of August. My, my question in that scenario, you play the game, you hope for, it's weird. You're like hoping for a Teddy Bridgewater situation, right? Right. Someone gets seriously injured, uh, which I think you and I went over. It's happened only a couple times in the last decade. Like it's not a consistent occurrence. And we also figured out that what else has changed? No one hits in training camp anymore. And here's the main key. Like some of the guys that have got injured over the years, you know, Trent Green, Michael Vick, those happen in preseason games. Do you know who doesn't really play in preseason games anymore? Starting quarterbacks. Yeah. So the likelihood that something weird would happen in that game is just diminished dramatically because those guys don't play. I, I To me, if you are doing that scenario, which I definitely think is on the table, are you you know, if Jimmy's able to throw day one, of tra- you just have it an open competition? Does Jimmy come back just like last year? You know, does it depend how Trey looks? Like that's I think a that, slippery slope. I think first thing is it depends how Trey looks. That's the first thing. You just get OTAs to judge him and then go from there. Yeah, I mean, I you probably come in with a little bit of a preconceived notion, even though OTAs based on what on last side, year. Like, like, go Trey, come on, buddy. <laughs> him and Nate Sudfeld. Yeah, I mean, I if if he's just around until he's gone. Then anything's on the table because they traded three ones for Trey Lance last year and Trey Lance was not their quarterback. Yeah. And they went to the NFC championship game with Jimmy Garoppolo. A little bit. You would say most spots that would do something like that. Trey Lance would have started at least a lot more games. The Niners were in a unique spot trying to make the playoffs. Like think about all the other rookie quarterbacks all on shitty teams, except Mac, who he just named the starter, you know, week one or whatever. I, here's the 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 heart of the heart of the issue. The bottom line question is: Would they rather cut Jimmy Garoppolo or keep him on their roster week one? Well, maybe not week one because then his contract becomes guaranteed. My, my but they can wait up until when you say cutting him. Do you do you mean cutting him at the end of training camp or cutting him like around draft time? I mean up until the day that his contract becomes guaranteed for the season. Would they rather? Cut you him? you would agree if like. In a couple weeks, just some random because this is what it feels. To, like Jimmy Garoppolo's been cut. You would agree, like that's kind of stupid. Like what? That was a failure then, because then you legitimately wasted well, space. I, of you could have added some people, even if it wasn't the big guys. Like, what was the point of all this? It would have been really dumb. Well, it makes more sense to keep him up until the last preseason game than it does to cut him in two weeks, unless you're going unless you're going to use the money. Now it makes no sense to cut him. But to me, like. If you're going to cut him in three weeks and you're not going to use the money, then you might as well keep him up until the last day of you know the preseason when, because then it's like, well, I'm not going to cut him for no reason, not use the money, and then have Trey Lance get hurt in the first preseason game. Well, here, here's the other thing, guy. If you're keeping him through, you know, going into camp, for the most part, right? I mean, quarterbacks that have a legitimate chance to start are were added basically at the end of the day. Right, I saw some list of quarterbacks. They don't impact like Geno Smith doesn't impact Jimmy. Some of the random guys, but today it impacted Jimmy. Well, they're going to be listen. It might be a shitty quarterback class, but there are still going to be three or four guys that get drafted. Wouldn't you say in the top seventy picks? Right? Well, it feels like the Falcons might do it. Right, the Falcons might take somebody high. Right, yeah, so there's the pan- one. The, pan- the Panthers easily could. The Panthers could easily do it. There's two. The thing about teams with bridge quarterbacks, the Steelers could definitely do it. Yep. Right. So There's let's three. just say like that group of teams, 
within the first two days of the Seattle draft. could do it potentially. Sam Howell, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis off the board, and they're on these type teams. It's like, well, they're not; those aren't options anymore. The Vikings could do. I mean, although the Vikings did take Helen Mond, but who knows? Um, Detroit. <clears throat> did you mention Detroit? Zimmer hated him. <clears throat> I didn't mention Detroit. They usually could too. Um. Yeah. Nah, it's it's but but again, I go back to the original question. Are they of the mind that they're gonna start that Trey Lance is their starting quarterback no matter what? Which means they'd be willing to cut Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, in early August, hold him that long, wait and see if anybody gets hurt. Or you're right. I don't think you would cut Jimmy until the end date, the problem then is he playing in preseason games. You risk him getting hurt. No, he's not. He's not. Just Trey and no Soto. chance. And then you know who? Some undrafted free agent running around. You agree, him. right? Like if 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 he's going to be around in a month, then there's no point in cutting him then, unless you're using that money. But there's no point because you're not getting anything. You might as well keep him around as an insurance policy for all the trouble in case something happens yeah. to Trey. I would say by this point. So your scenario from like last week of like let's. I mean, he could be around a while. Is it's we're closer to that than we are to a trade right now. I'm fully expecting him to be on the team now, heading into training camp. And I think the number one question is going to be, what the hell are you going to do? Because luckily, they don't have to worry about it because he's injured. OTAs is easy. He's either rehabbing on his own, rehabbing there. It doesn't matter. He can't practice, right? Trey can get all the reps. OTAs is. I honestly think because he's injured, it makes this situation possible. I think it would get. I. I I think you would borderline have to cut him if he was healthy. Because <laughs> I think that would create, like, what are you fucking doing? To well, it kid? would be weird. But again, John, how, think about the flip side. It's like you're sitting there making that decision. You're going, Trey Lance got hurt last year. The game he, right, when, during yeah, his can, first start. Can you really think about that? Eventually, you just got to go with the guy. Like, if, if, no, no, if I'm Matt not saying Stafford you're not, gets hurt, the Rams are of screwed. Of course. I'm, not, you know? I'm saying if you've made it that far, at least let's get through the camp and make sure Trey, because the last thing I want is to cut Jimmy. And then, what? Try and re-sign him in three weeks if Trey Lance got hurt. I'm just saying, if to me, if they if they hold that long, I expect them to keep holding. That's maybe that's the best way to say it. It does feel a little unprecedented what they're doing, doesn't it? Usually, people that get really aggressive for young quarterbacks pivot pretty quick to that kid. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even but, think it's arguable. I mean, with but last, he's got to like, be ready, right? Is the way they look at it. And my pushback always is, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, well, no, no I, I agree with ready. you. I'm just saying they drafted him last year, and he wasn't more ready than Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, he was a major, Jimmy. he was a major project. So it was you know, but you got to sometimes eventually. Like, I'm just, I, I I could see though. Start. To me, if they wait through OTAs, he's still on the team. Then they're going to cut him right before camp starts. No, 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 no. I, I he's he's I, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think yeah. if I was a betting man right now, I would bet on training camp opening. Unless something catastrophic happens during OTAs, which how does anyone going to know? The likelihood of that happening is not high. He's going to be on the team. You can't keep him for $27 million. That's idiotic. I, no, no one's saying he's on the team week one. That's a different yeah, story. No. Yeah. But, well, well you, can't keep mil, you can't keep him $27 million if he's starting quarterback. Not as the backup. Yeah. Which, not if he backup. makes his training camp, starting quarterback is on the fucking table. Right. Yeah. Because again, that goes back to what does Kyle think of Trey Lance's readiness? That's what it becomes. And that's where I go back. Are they, is their mindset Trey Lance is our starting quarterback no matter what? 
if they traded Jimmy Garoppolo, then it'd be easy to say, yes, that is they are of that mindset. But until they trade them, we don't know exactly what mindset they are of. Hit that like button. Uh, now, you know, I think the other question is like, somebody brought this up. Um, Jimmy to the Panthers for Darnold and a fifth. Uh, Dieter Kurtenbach on, on Twitter, I saw this one that you and I both enjoyed this. So I texted someone in the league I trust about a hypothetical Darnold for Garoppolo trade and was told, you're an, iter- you're an idiot. But he likes it. Now, you don't think it's crazy either, or we were talking about earlier, and we were both like, not insane. The money, though, makes it pretty difficult. But the money, but this is what I'm saying. What they're not doing, you keep saying they're not doing anything with the money. So who cares? Like, if they're not doing anything with the money, why wouldn't you just, you're going to, like, you're just going to let it be empty? You're just not going to spend the money? Like, here, yeah, because I'm I, behind this. You're behind, I, you're behind paying Sam Donald $19 million to be your backup quarterback, just in case you could turn him into something else. Well, again, I was behind cutting Jimmy to go sign Chandler Jones or to go trade my second round pick to go get like some $10 million sweet player. But if they're not going to do that, which it does not feel like they're going to do, you can't keep Jimmy as your backup, right? If Jimmy stays, I believe he starts. And if the Panthers You can't keep want, him for $27 million. You could, yeah, agreed. But, and you cannot restructure because you can't move money. This is it. The contract is the contract. You either play with them or cut them or trade them. You, you can't do some like get his number down, push money back. Like we, That is not an option to me. If you do that, I'm fucking crushing you because that's stupidity. I can't even see them doing that. Right? Push money back to further years to get the number. That's insane. Will you agree? Yes. But, like, Jimmy's value is his value. And maybe the Panthers just want to get a credible starting quarterback and they could also draft a guy. I saw Ben McAdoo, who I saw Albert Breer tweeted, and I, I flipped on the channel today, NFL Network, they had Kenny Pickett's pro day. He looks like a defensive tackle. He looks completely different than he did a couple of years ago. But maybe he wants to get a real starting quarterback who has started games, and then they could also draft Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, whatever. And Jimmy's a true bridge because they just think Sam Darnold sucks. Well, the 49ers were interested in Sam Darnold last year. And, I mean, so was I. So, so were you. A lot of people were intrigued. This year did not go well. Now, not sure Matt Rule has any clue what he's doing. Joe Brady got fired, and it's not even an offensive coordinator anymore. He's a quarterback coach. It might have just been a terrible situation. Not defending Sam. Watched him enough. Does some makes Jameis look like a smart quarterback sometimes. Like, he does some glaring things. But what if you get a little project? Again, don't love the number. And because it's a fifth-year option, it's not like you can't cut that thing in half. Like, the number's the number. Yeah, it, like, as Brandon says, Darnold's $18 million's guaranteed right now. Jimmy's is not, right? It, it isn't. So, so you're stuck with it. But I do think, what if you... The money doesn't matter to you unless you plan on using that for someone else. And maybe Parag and Kyle and John would say, well, what if four or five weeks in, if we had cut Jimmy or moved on, some something happens, a player becomes available, and we can get aggressive to go get that guy because we have the cap space. The, the and again, that, these are all these hypotheticals that are like, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't I think, would, I think it makes less sense for the Panthers. Well, they don't want to play with Sam Darnold, right? Right. So Jimmy just gives them a credible guy that knows what he's doing. Again, I'm, I'm putting myself in their shoes. I, I'm with you. I don't know if it makes much sense either. But 
I, I guess the point of this more is like, I would be intrigued by Sam Darnold and be okay with just like, whatever, pay the guy. He's getting his 18 million somewhere. Just like, let's get a project. And then maybe after the year, we bring him back on like a two year, $10 million deal. He's Trey's backup. We utilize him to ultimately flip. And the value we lost in Jimmy, we get back big picture through him. Like think, think big. What it, Roseman said, we're a quarterback factory. We just like quarterbacks. Just get quarterbacks. Now, it's Minshew's a million dollars, right? Jalen Hurts costs nothing. 18 million, 18.9, I mean, 19 is a lot of money. But is Sudfeld just going to be your backup quarterback? Like, there, there's no upside there. Like, there is, you could resurrect Sam. Maybe. Maybe. It might not. We thought that about Josh Rosen once. It was clear. Like, I think Sam's been further along. To him. Yeah, he'd been on more teams. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I also think I, I would, the other I, part of this... I think, it, I, I think it would register enough to, like, let's sit down and have a conversation over this if yeah, I mean, they're interested. The other part of it is the Niners, clearly a big deal to them is what what is value, right? So whether they're using the money or not, I think we've seen enough of the way they operate that they would not invest $18.9 million in Sam Darnold if they weren't confident they could in return then in a year or two trade him for a third-round pick or rehabilitate him and make him their backup for the next 10 years, something like that, right? So even though you're right, like if you're not using the money, what are we doing? I think they view it like, well, is Sam Darnold a $19 million backup? Is, Is acquiring Sam Darnold for $19 million more valuable than maybe trading Jimmy in a month for a third-round pick? Maybe not a fourth round pick and getting all that money out of here, right? Like I think they they are very they are very value conscious, and that, that's that's starting to bother me a little bit. <laughs> Honestly, I, I just think with the rookie quarterback, that is you might listen. You might be able to get away with it this year. That will not be tolerated next year. That'd be embarrassing. Honestly, as you're seeing around the league, no one operates like that. The fucking Chargers, whose owner is notoriously cheap, they were slinging it around it's your it's your only advantage like they, they did lose out a little bit on a year with trey lance by holding like you said there's no clue they might not have done this but there were some impact guys available that they refused to do because of this situation because of the value like listen you can you can operate like farhan and maybe every once in a while you get lightning in a bottle like last year and then eventually you come back to earth and win 84 games and the dodgers win 104 again you know like the, here's what i know Rams are winning 12, 13 games. Know that for a fact. I'd bet $5,000 on that right now that they will win double-digit games. The Niners, you and I were talking before we even hopped on. We're like, are we sure they're going to be? I'm not convinced. They don't get like one offensive lineman right now. I I just, I I think aggressive, aggression is winning in this league because people have, you've never had more cash. You get the signing bonuses, these fucking fuck them picks. Uh, You just, but the rookie quarterback, like, I get like, you know, sometimes you can be in a pinch, right? The Falcons, they've been in a tough spot because they were paying Julio and Matt Ryan so much money. Niners like, they have a $6 million quarterback. So, it, and it feels like they're just obsessed with this value thing. I, I Listen, well, I'm all for value, but like there also is like, you good players. <laughs> right. And you could argue, is there value in just having two quarterbacks? Like, well, Jimmy be the backup quarterback? Well, he just cut his head. Well, you'd have to cut him and then re-sign him, Fletcher Cox style, for him to be the backup quarterback. Or I think maybe you go... Are you talking about the Panthers? I'm talking about the Niners. Like, what if you go go to Jimmy and you go, 
it's pretty clear no one's giving you any money right now. Right. We will redo your deal, and we'll guarantee every penny. You'll play for $10 million. How about this? We'll like, redo is, your anyone, deal. is anyone giving him $10 million today? Probably not, right? Uh, well, who? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, now maybe would the Saints be like, okay, or the not the Saints, the Falcons? Would the Falcons be? Would the Falcons say, yeah, we're paying? They don't have, they don't have any. Spe- they don't have any money. What's Mariota's money? I, I didn't see it, but I I don't think it's out. But it's the Steelers, just pick a team that's like, oh, the Steelers. Then okay, no, they're paying Mitchell. They, they already got Mitchell for, for what is he costing them this year? Like seven million dollars? You said would anybody yeah. pay him ten? I'm saying would the Steelers say? We actually like Jimmy Moore. We're only paying Mitchell seven. We'll pay him ten, seventeen million dollars for a quarterback. It's still pretty cheap combined amount. But you could just go to Don Yee and be like, "Listen, here's what we want. You can shop around, and you can let them know we'll cut you if you get more. Let me know what you get, and I can easily call the team and find sure. out." Sure, I'm, like, I'm just answering your hypothetical. Would someone offer him ten? To me, I don't think it's outrageous that somebody with a cheap quarterback right now would give him ten million bucks to all you know, like and Jimmy would go, well I I, I, if I, go I to think Pittsburgh, it's fair I to say that's unlikely Mitchell I say it's Trubisky. I think it's unlikely. A ten million is just so cheap for a quarterback. But all these teams now have just like ten million dollar guys. Yeah, let's not but I think teams will sign a ten million dollar guy to beat out a ten million dollar guy. They're not gonna sign a twenty seven million. How often does that happen million. though? I now, think Jimmy can, doesn't Often, I don't know how often, but to me, but d- Jimmy does- Garoppolo is not available for $10 million that often either. $10 million gets you Andy Dalton, who's not as good as Jimmy Garoppolo. Or at least he's he injured. wasn't last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. He's got to get healthy. But I'm just saying, to me, it would not be out of the realm of possibility that Jimmy could find a $10 million contract somewhere. But th- but this is... Hell, yes. Miami might give him 10. But see, you can wait till after the draft. You got even more leverage. Sure. So like once the Steelers like, well, we got Malik Willis. We don't need... We're just... We got our guys, right? Some of these other teams will have the two or three quarterback, like have the rookie quarterback, and then they wouldn't even entertain that. So maybe the Niners know we wait them out, we can get them to take a huge pay cut, because then they're really stuck. That that's where they would be stuck. You know, four teams add quarterbacks in the top three rounds that right. would have been interested in that scenario are now out. Right. And now you that. you either force them to take a pay cut slash something catastrophic happens, which I still feel is a very very. I feel something catastrophic well, happening to a quarterback in training camp was even more was even less likely than them getting some sweet compensation for Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, I, to me, he wouldn't restructure. He would say, "Cut me. I'll see what I can get. What's your offer? Can I find a better offer somewhere? You're going to well, pay me ten million." That's where I think you let him. You go shopping around. I, yeah. I think that happens a lot. Yeah, and he who knows? I mean, he might take he might take less to go somewhere else for all we know, right? But if I were him, I'd go. Well. I don't. They're telling me I'm not the starting quarterback, but why but can't yeah. I be the starting quarterback? Yeah, and Kyle. And what if Kyle's like, you know, I kind of like you more than the other guy right now. Josh says Fox will give him ten million to announce games. You know, he probably get more than ten. Have you seen Jimmy Subway commercial? Yeah. Thoughts? Subway's paying a lot of guys. You know, just paying like a lot of people, a lot, lot of guys of, oh. that are, are not eating Subway. Charles Barkley would be the one guy I could see eating Subway once a week. The, the Stephs, the Bradys, the Jimmys. Jimmy Garoppolo, I bet if you looked at his diet, it would be outrageously clean. I bet Jimmy Garoppolo's diet would like blow Steph's away. But that's the thing about this uh, commercial. Nobody thinks any of these people are eating Subway. Belichick, remember he did the Subway commercial where he sat on the bench? Oh, that's right, briefly. I, I can see him eating a meatball sub or something. Somebody brings it to him. If I just if you said every every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Belichick has a meatball sub from Subway. 
Doesn't say, hearing you say that out loud probably unlikely because they would just have a cafeteria there. But I could see them giving him like a free, you know, like five thousand. I bet he gives those out, right? To like his workers, you know, he gets a couple like thousand dollar free subways. Here's twenty bucks. Thanks for helping me move my no, bed. No, like I, I give my quality control guy. He gets like a thousand dollars a subway on a card. <laughs> oh, thanks, Bill. Merry Christmas to you did, too. When he used to give out the green grenades that had like five thousand, ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and then uh, what was the deal? They were mad. The league started taking money out, or the they started getting taxed on it because he no, had well, to. He wasn't allowed to do it anymore. No, Bill. Bill Never got in trouble. It was Mangini, Mangini trying to do it. And then, because he, he did it like above board, right? He, he wasn't just going to give cash. And then Tannenbaum's like, you can't just give cash, tax evasion or whatever. You yeah. got to just give them money. He's like, no problem. And then he'd give people money and put them in different tax brackets. They're like, what the fuck? I'm paying more in taxes now than I was. I'm not even making this money. Mangini couldn't win. No, it was all bad. <laughs> it was all bad. Uh the Saints, you mentioned it. We talk about the Panthers. So the Saints, I mean, three te- again, I'll reiterate, three teams Monday signed or acquired quarterbacks. Two years, $21 million. Two years, $28 million, $21 million guaranteed for New Orleans, which, you know what? So I get that one too for them, right? It's like an, you said, it's cheaper. I would add younger. I would add has been there. Knows them. Yeah. I would argue led the league in touchdowns. Two years ago, but more importantly, you know, Jameis's touchdown, seven games, 14 touchdowns, three picks last year, five and two as a starter in New Orleans. So makes a ton of sense. The only thing that was going to stop that from happening, I think, was probably Deshaun or a setback with his knee. But so it's cheaper. It doesn't cost us a pick or two twos. We and, know him. Um, he yeah, knows us. We like him. Teammates know him. He knows the offense. 28 years old, just turned 28. To me, the only thing I've been saying is like, you you know, Mickey is going to have way more juice than D.A., but if Dennis Allen didn't like him, maybe he could push for someone else, but pretty clear, like, they're cool with it, right? Take one thing for Jameis. I think he's done a really good job after it got really weird and the Uber driver, but just that last year in Tampa and then his couple years in the Saints, just kind of acting like a pro. I know people make fun of him and some of the workouts on the medicine balls and stuff, right? But it's, I think he's had a pretty good comeback, don't you? For a guy that felt like this guy yeah. was run out of the league type deal. Yeah. He's never lived up to obviously the number one overall pick, but it's, it felt like he was teetering, like, is this guy going to be in trouble? And it might have been that Bruce Arians year where he threw all those picks, but he also threw a ton of touchdowns. Sean Payton believed in him, and that changed his life. Yeah, I will say if somebody a comment here from Ultimate Niner on the stream. Yeah, but he had that five TD game for the against the Packers. When you look at Jameis's game log, it's less impressive than the line I just read. He threw five touchdowns week one against Green Bay. His next game, he was eleven of twenty two with two picks against Carolina. Thirteen of twenty one. They just didn't throw the ball much. What was know? his? What was his? How many games did he play this year? Seven. What was did his he get line? A, yeah. So what? What I said, fifty nine percent. 14 touchdowns, three picks. But when you look at the game log, five of those touchdowns came week one against Green Bay. It was like Chandler Jones had 10 sacks. Five of them came week one. (laughs) Then he was 11 of 22 the next week with two picks and four sacks against Carolina. Carolina, good defense defense early. Mm -hmm. Then he plays New England. Bill, Bill, Big Bill, 13 of 21, two touchdowns. Okay. Three sacks. Then he plays the Giants, 17 of 23. That's good. 226, one touchdown. 
Then he plays Washington, good defense, 15 of 30. But of those of his 50% completions, four touchdowns. So there's nine, nine TDs in two games. But hey, I'm not going to penalize you for big touchdown performances. Then he's 19 of 35 against Seattle, which is 54%. One touchdown. On the road? No on the road? On the road. Tough could environment? Have, could have been inclement. Late, uh, late October. <laughs> then he's 6 of 10 against Tampa. I don't know. What, did he get hurt in that game? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So, you know, not exactly the high-flying Saints offense. But, um, you know, th- this is the mis- point. The point is, not like, Mr. Accuracy. they're not in love, and they still went with this guy. That's the point. Wouldn't cost him anything, right? They didn't, didn't have to give a third or fourth yeah. round pick. And it was cheaper. Prediction, was John. Whammy. Prediction, if the Niners were to cut Jimmy and re-sign him, they'd do a two-year deal so that they could trade him for two twos next year. They would give him the Jameis contract. <laughs> That's insane. It would shock me. Uh, did you see, by the way, Carlos Correa's big contract with the Twins? One-year deal. It's effectively a one-year opt-out, so he'll just next year less shortstops on the market. One year, you know thirty-five why? mil. It's because Bohr stole from the agent, so they got to split the deal. And that's right, because he got offered a bunch of contracts before the lockout. Yeah, so Boris, you know, it's a. But if he gets hurt, wink. if he tears an ACL, he just gets thirty. He just opts back in. Risky, yeah. But then Boris keeps splitting the commissions with this guy. Yeah, maybe it's still opt out. He's agents, man. It's crazy. Like, what does Carlos care who he's paying the money to? But also, Carlos Correa, all due respect, doesn't want to go play for the Minnesota Twins. So, no. you know, it uh, it worked out well. It worked out well. Before we go any further, John, do you want to tell the people? Well, you know, I think the 49ers were hoping someone would contact them from Indeed.com slash ham and say, listen, I need a quarterback who has experience in hard coaching situations in playoff situations, who's a good guy? The problem is, it feels like the phone lines are not ringing. But if you run HR, if you run a company, if you're part of a company and in charge of hiring, go to Indeed.com slash ham. And here's what happens. Right now, with a $75 job sponsored job credit to upgrade your post at Indeed.com slash ham, offer valid through March 31st. And we're coming down the home stretch here, guy. Mm-hmm. Go to Indeed.com slash ham to claim $75 job credit before March 31st, indeed.com slash hams. Terms, conditions apply, need to hire. You need indeed. Uh, slash ham. Just slash no ass on that. It's yeah. like McDaniel and McDaniels. With instant match, over 90% of employers get quality candidates as soon as they sponsor the job post according to Indeed data. Candidates you invite to apply through instant match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who will only see it in a search. So like John said, indeed.com slash ham gets you a $75 credit before March 31. Terms and conditions apply, need to hire, you need indeed. Indeed. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get ButcherBox.com ham delivered right to your doorstep with 
free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. Yeah, prize picks is where it's at. Prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app with more than 5 million users. I've been using it and telling you about it for months. It's the most fun and exciting way to get in on the action while you watch your favorite sports and players. We're not going to talk about my Otani-less season-long pick quite yet on his home run total. You just pick more or less of two or more player stats for a shot to win up to 100 times your cash. For example, this week on Prize Picks, you can go Anthony Edwards more than 29 points and Nikola Jokic more than 10 rebounds. Playoff time's the time to join because star players mean more on Prize Picks. Keep an eye out for the starred players on the board and you could receive a 10% payout boost if they're in your winning lineup. So right now, download the Prize Picks app and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize Picks, code HAM50. First deposit match up to 100 bucks. Price picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, Maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Somebody said on Twitter, surprised you guys didn't address this. Well, let's address it then. Don't be surprised. Uh, Carolina or Seattle, maybe maybe they're trying to tank and don't want Jimmy winning an extra game or two over Donald or Drew Locke. I don't think either one. Carolina, people's heads are going to roll if they don't win football games. And Seattle might be the same. Pete Carroll ain't trying to tank. He might tank naturally because their team's not very good. There's not one ounce in his body that thinks we're going to lose games this year. He's going to get humbled fast, but they are not going to try to lose. Uh, Bad news, John. I was listening to uh, something Mayoko said. Turns out Ray Ray McLeod. Remember how I used to yell Hightower on special teams? Yeah. I now have pulled up Ray Ray McLeod's game log. This is Mayoko pointed this out. Um. (laughs) <laughs> what you see on the right-hand column there is uh, fumbles. Yeah. In four years, he has 11 fumbles, including four last year with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the good news is he's recovered 
most of his own fumbles. He's only lost three of them. So he's an adept fumble recoverer. Unfortunately, well, the problem is that he fumbles them. Well, let me tell you, am I reading this right? So he's lost 11 fumbles. His team or him have only recovered three. They've lost eight of those. Oh, you do you take, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm, re, I'm misreading it. It's fumbles lost, so fumble recoveries. So he himself has recovered three, so he's not good at recovering his fumbles. Now, maybe his team has recovered the others. I need fumbles lost, which I don't think was in the... So uh, potentially they've lost eight. He's, he's accounted for eight turnovers as a special teams guy. Uh, now, potentially, I, yeah. I will say this. You know, that's why we do drills called ball security. Five points of pressure. Uh, coach that up. <laughs> that's not, you know, that's not ideal. It's you know it's a little concerning. Yeah, well, no um, no number here on fumbles lost. So just you can go ahead and I wouldn't say assume that those were lost, but uh, they were. They, I know how many were kept by him. <laughs> it's not you know what, what are you gonna do? You know not everyone not everyone has uh you know. You know what this tells me? It tells me he's trying to make plays, John. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know some mistakes of aggression. Just, some guys are loosey goosey with the ball. Right, guy. When I when I got to Philadelphia, Deshaun would just throw the ball right the moment he caught it, just like back to the ref. Like, bro, you're not even down. Shady held the ball out like this, like a loaf of bread. So I mean, I I'm, you know, I remember Fresno State. We had guys. Remember right when I got there, the play was Marlon Moore jumped over Texas A&M, and that was a huge coaching point all off season. Re- like, reaching no. for the pylon. But it's like there's a balance. Always like, guys, we still want you to make plays. But, you know, we got to be careful because, you know, that goes what, what happens when he fumble, it goes out of bounds, then it's a touchback. If it goes through the end zone, yeah. Which I, you know, I've seen a lot of people always rule. hate on that rule. I like it. I like it. I, it I, should I, be I a punishment for a risk. I just come from a group of playmakers, and I want my playmakers trying to make plays. And if we lose Amen, balls, brother. we lose balls. You know, I'm uh, not, Nate. Bel- feels like the Belichick Parcelsian crew gets very like ball security. I, I come from like, let's just, let's score points. <laughs> We'll have to check the tape on your Trent Cannon take, but uh, Nate says not all those were on returns, but he's got to tighten it up. Okay, well, I think with Trent Cannon, would he be like he'd come out, you know, like fight? He would just there was no rhyme or reason to oh, his action, and I well, didn't think. I did you ever? Did you ever feel that? I guess he had a one or two good returns. Like Trent Cannon was some like Cordell Patterson back there. He had a good return against. Uh, was it Seattle? You have a really good return against or the Saints? He also, or, uh, bat, he also did the double. Yeah, I think he had the double fumble against Seattle. Remember, muffed then the fumble. Andre says that's, only. Yeah, that's right. I do remember that. The good news about a muff, John, is you can't advance it, so the defense can't. You know. So, they, so if you do lose, they just stop. Right. That's there. right. If you're going to fumble, just muff. Andre said he only lost four. <laughs> I mean, it's. Whew. Uh, you you sent me this one today. This deserves further examination. The uh, spot track of Deshaun Watson's contract. Just just for no other reason than to look at the I'm no Jill Corey here, but just to look at the numbers. Fifty-five million dollar cap hit in 2023. You think any chance they would cut him in 2022? For a two hundred and nineteen million dollar dead cap? Isn't the cap two hundred two oh eight? Can yeah, I I, I, I have to well, ask the capologist. Can you have a bigger dead cap than the actual cap? You know, you can't question. have more cap hits than the cap, but can you have a bigger dead cap than the cap? What if they're like, we're just not going to play football? What if they cut him? He gets arrested. He goes to jail, and we're like, you got to pull like an Aaron Hernandez. You know, you just like cut him immediately. 
Could you cut him and still have a team if your dead cap's $230 million? Uh, if a guy's in jail, does he count against your cap if you cut him? Or is that the, like four-cause cut? One thing I wonder, once like the true details, is there a clause in there? Like if he goes to jail, it's all null and void? You have to think there is, right? Uh, you would, I mean... Uh, by the way, follow up on Ray Ray. He was a top gunner also. So it's possible those fumble recoveries maybe oh, related to his fumbles. fumbles. Yeah, he just <laughs> he's just jumping on fumbles. Maybe he's just it's just he's around the ball all the time. That's what you would say about guy uh, eleven Ray fumbles Ray. in in four years is and it's clear Ray Ray. You know how many how many chances is he getting per game? A couple, right? It's not like he's getting. It's not twenty touches a game. Ray Ray, I, I'd love to get Mike Tomlin on the horn and get his opinion on old Ray Ray's ball security. I bet, I bet he was driving old Mike a little nuts. Clemson, you Kevin, <laughs> let's check his college stats. Is that where he's from? Yeah. Do I don't know much about Ray Ray McLeod. I'll be fully honest. Um, looks like I've got. Uh, looks like I've got no fumbles in college. I think the the commenter recommented he wasn't talking about Ray Ray being a gunner. He met Cannon being the gunner. I don't know if Ray Ray. Oh, oh. Okay. In my, when I close my eyes and think of Ray Ray McLeod, I don't think gunner. I think more like uh, Kelvin Benjamin return type guy. But I, again, could be wrong. Not a not a huge Ray Ray McLeod scouting report guy. Well, that'll be a we'll do that video in uh, June, I think. Yeah. <laughs> what we saw at no TAs from Ray Ray McLeod. Uh, I guess maybe, if he drops t- a punt, we'll... Yeah, maybe Tomlin... Uh, yeah, who knows? So, uh, Baker's still out there. <laughs> Baker, I mean, man. this is... Uh, it's quite shows you why you strike when the iron's hot, though, about the commercials, because it could end it. You know, unless you're like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, right? They could have been in commercials for decades. But, like... Baker may never get commercials again. He rode at whatever the insurance company and Hulu. State Farm. He got some cash quick. State Farm? No. Progressive? Yeah, one of the two. Neither. Felt like he was a big Could Hulu guy. Remember him and Hulu? That's right. For the, the con- wasn't, uh, weren't there, it was like, was Saquon one of their guys? Uh, Michael on the stream says, I can't imagine having Jimmy around would be good for Trey. It's a really odd situation putting some guys who believe in Trey against other dudes like Kittle, Debo, and Juice. I don't know, you know. You know what's funny thing? Does about Debo, has Debo taken a side on this? No, they will. I don't think will. he's taken a side. It's thing about Hulu. Like, I've been watching some Hulu the last, like, month. I don't see any live sports there. They make that up? Was that short-lived? They Maybe there's a different package there? than the Hulu is for live sports. Maybe you can get live. Is there, is there like, Hulu TV and Hulu That's a good you have? The Hulu app? Who like you know? I don't. I don't just see like you know uh, the NBA game. Hulu does live sports. Like where, where's that? <laughs> Was that just a marketing campaign where you can kind of lie, kind of like making Jerry West look like a crazy guy, but it's actually not true. But it doesn't even matter. Good. I don't know. Good question. I think I think Disney owns Hulu, so you know Disney owns obviously ESPN. They have live sports, so shouldn't they just be able to put repurposes on Hulu? Uh, they had a Sharks game on Hulu last night, or the last <laughs> time I was on Hulu. So maybe that's why you're maybe you're watching the. Hulu TV live is different. Yeah. Okay. You don't get the free live sports for eight bucks, John. Uh, buh, 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 buh. Where did this uh, comment go? Did anyone in the pay eight bucks? God. No, 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 no. 
Hulu is probably you pay eight dollars for Hulu is my yeah. guess. And their yeah. point is, no, you're not getting free live sports for eight dollars. You probably got to pay sixty dollars for TV. Same as YouTube or whatever. All right. Did anyone in the NFC separate themselves this offseason? I mean, post-retirement, Buccaneers did, I'd say, getting Tom Brady back. Uh, they separated themselves. Seahawks separated themselves the wrong direction. Yeah. I'd say the I'd say the Rams and the Seattle, or the Rams and Tampa feel pretty good about their lot in life right now. Are they any further ahead of where they were last year would maybe be the question. And I'd say one won the Super Bowl and the other almost beat that team. So yeah, yeah, be- but I think the point is like, are they are have they separated from what they were last year? I think is I would say no, but the NFC got dramatically worse. Yeah. Um Arizona, I don't know what they are, but they're not better. Uh the they're, Niners they're right now worse. are not better, you know. I'd say the Niners are relatively neutral though. Added a corner, lost a guard, um, kept you know, still have two quarterbacks. Which is not a negative. I mean, they do have two quarterbacks. In theory. I mean, they did last year. and I mean, Trey No, I'm just saying in theory it's not a negative. You know, it feels like it would be a little weird after Jimmy said a goodbye, but we've seen crazier. Yeah. Jimmy said his goodbyes. And honestly, yeah. it felt like... It's the it opposite like of an he, Irish goodbye. It didn't feel like he was forced it either. It was like, yeah, this, this is emotional, man. I feel for Jimmy. And even John was like, we love the guy. We'll do everything possible. Like Everyone was on the same page. Mike McDaniel even, gone. Even, yeah, it's a loss. That's could you argue that's their biggest loss of the offseason? We we're gonna find out. We'll find out. But I think it's significant. Well, I don't mean like we're gonna find out how good of a head coach he is or whatever, but I think his loss we'll find out. you guys yeah. talk about him. Fuck. Um Green Bay lost Devontae Adams. Now I saw a stat today that they were seven and zero with an average of thirty two points per game without Devontae in his career. But um I wouldn't say they're better right now. Yeah, to me, there's a big difference of like losing a guy for a game or two when you know he's on the team and like having guys like, we got to step up this week and literally not having the player on your squad. Say what you want about Dallas, but they lost. I mean, what you want about Amari's value, but they lost Amari. Dallas Dallas got worse. And Lyle Collins. Um, Football team got Carson. Uh, I like Cedric Wilson, the number one receiver. He signed with McDaniel. He's a good player. Fuck. Randy Gregory, who's you know was weird against the Niners, but I think he's a solid player for them. Cowboys lost talent. They got Zeke still. New Orleans 20. lost Sean Payton, right? And they were nine and eight. And they were nine and eight. Yeah, I mean they were uh, not close to the division, but so you're right by process of of just what other people did. I mean Rams lost Vaughn, but they didn't start last year with Vaughn. They did lose. I saw someone say in the chat they did lose coaches, which is true, right? Who's they lost uh, the Rams. Oh, they they lost a bunch of offensive coaches. Uh, I would say this. Yeah, Kevin McVay, O'Connell. McVeigh has kind of rattled through some coaches now and been pretty good at replacing. Right, he went from Wade Phillips to Brandon Staley to Raheem Morris. Like their defense has been sweet. He went from Shane Waldron to Kevin O'Connell to Liam Neeson. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Cohen. Cohen. Is it, Cohen. What's his first name? Adam? Liam. Liam. Liam, Liam Cohen? Yeah. 
You think he got a bar mitzvah when he was 13? For the brand. you damn right he did. <laughs> For the star, John. What, what, what's the definition of bar mitzvah when a boy becomes a man? Well, I don't. Yeah, I mean. I, Is that the logic behind it? Like a guy's I, becoming I, like. In, I'm not sure if uh, it's necessarily defined as becoming a man, but definitely becoming a. Yes. Passing through a gate of uh, responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Even though my pushback, you know, whoever had that idea, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago, would be like, you know, when you're th- you still got five more years at home, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of mom making you meals still. There's a lot of you. You go into your room that's paid for by mom and dad. Yeah, I mean, it's not about I, it's not about separating. For, it's more about becoming just a member of the you know religious community, like a full me- like uh, there are some you know gotcha. you're part of the you're part of the synagogue now. <laughs> yeah, the tribe. <laughs> And it's up to you to decide what you do. Um, I, I just remember Noah Burkhoff, when I went to his bar mitzvah, I had to learn a lot of Hebrew. And it's hard. It is. Going to those classes. Maurice said Rams lost their left tackle. True, they did lose Wentworth. That's Whitworth. I always call him Wentworth. Played for the Bulldogs. I think he played in the league, too. I, he I did. Think he actually played for the Rams. Uh, I think you're right. First name. I always want to say Austin, but I don't think it was I, Austin. No, it's, I, I think you're is right. Is it Austin also? Yeah. I get credit for that one. Uh, Vikings. First name? Austin Wentworth. Short-lived, actually, you know. Didn't play long in the league. Uh, Jamal says, Niners have some unknown, just have some unknowns, considering we don't know a lot about the O-line outside of Big Trent. True. But however you want to define it, like, we don't know who their starting left guard is. The longer we go, I, I I don't know if the longer we go means it's... I would say the longer we go, it means it's less likely that Alex Mack retires and just is just back, right? The longer without him retiring. Can I can I read you this nugget on Austin Wentworth Wikipedia? Uh yes. A little bit of a downer. Oh. On May 13, 2015, it was reported he was retiring due to blood clots. Oh, After yeah. surgery, he lost muscle in his left leg that controlled the up function of his foot and will have to wear a brace the rest of his life. You know. Do you remember? I'd this? For, he was, he was uh, yeah, so does practice squad. I'd forgotten about that, but I do remember that. That's pretty wild. Um, right guard, right tackle. I mean, coming he, off he a quad. Who's that? Oh yeah, I was, I was going through the Niners' offensive line. That's all. Well, I think McGlinchey is healthy. McGlinchey is a question mark. Yeah, remember last? Yeah, year, I mean, one like, thing got it together. I, I, one, Mayoko. I heard Mayoko say. That that the injury had been something that they had told him previously he might need surgery he should get he could get surgery for and he didn't want surgery and then when it finally tore it just made the decision for him that it had been something that was bothering him but until you come back from a torn quad I just I don't assume you're coming back full you know what I mean it's just significant injury Agreed. right you agree with that yeah so sounds painful doesn't it. Uh yeah, it sounds terrible. I remember when Joe Staley, Super Bowl year, broke his, just had like his femur shattered against the Bengals and like hopped off. You just realize these guys. I mean, can you imagine some of the pain? Now, I, at the time, Joe might say like the adrenaline it hadn't really set in and hurt more later. But I mean, I would imagine there was a crack that he heard. Because one thing in the in the Belichick Patriot book, Marcus Pollard said that it was the loudest when he hit Brady's knee. He said he never heard noises like that, like the crunch, crimp, 
It's like, yeah, there are just times when you probably hear things. You're like, oh, my God, what the fuck was that? Mm. Honey Badger? Honey Badger on the t- on the Niners would be sweet. Do the Niners have any money? What are they going to offer him? Vet minimum? Uh, what's he going to cost? I mean, if you're still a free agent on March 21st. I mean, still a couple million bucks. The other thing is you just have to, even if it's not guaranteed, let's say it's like, well, if you make it to the season, four or five million dollars, once he's on the team, it's guaranteed. That's where it gets tricky. He is getting old, but actually not that old. I mean, football old. We'll be 30 this season, right? A lot of wear and played a lot. Like I think 29 now will be 30. I think it's what we, this is the number. Been in the league like nine years. You see Leonard Fournette is visiting the uh, Patriots? Kind of like that. I think Lenny turned into a pretty good player. Seeking $12 million a year? That's probably a problem for Lenny. Because <laughs> I actually think Lenny, like, I think the Chargers need a big back. I think there's just some, I think the Bills need a big back. But I would imagine Lenny's got a little vibe for himself thinking like, how about uh, three years, 35 million guarantee, 28? <laughs> like, uh, I'll, bring my ring into the lo- I'll, bring, I'll bring my ring into the locker room. Lenny, didn't, weren't you cut a couple years ago? And Tom Brady had to have you over to his house in Tampa. And then he told Aaron's like, let's try this. Didn't that happen not that long ago? Lenny's like, yeah, but see me since. I, yeah, I'll, they, I'll say this for Lenny. They were stupid you, for cutting me is what he would say. He did look pretty good on Tampa Bay. He's a good player. Not a $12 million player, but a good player. Uh, Colin on the stream says, Shanahan would love to run playoff Lenny into some car crash tosses. <laughs> I can see the Niners being interested in Lenny for about $3 million. Yeah, not 12 But again, which, Lenny, I'd, I'd stay away. What you seek and what you get is, if you were Lenny, you would stay away from the Niners? Oh, yeah, just I mean, he'll kill you. Absolutely murder you. I agree. I bet Trey Sermon's hoping, like, I wonder if I just get traded. Yeah. Like this. God, is, please, Mike McDaniel, please, you be the one that loved me. Well, th- th- imagine being Elijah Mitchell. You're like, how am I going to make it to going into my fourth year? How am I going to make it to just hold out contract now. status? Can you hold out? Has anyone held out after their rookie no, year? No, because he's not extension eligible. So it doesn't, it makes no sense. Just sit the year out, but I guess then your contract doesn't toll. Yeah, he's screwed. You just got to. Fake an injury early? Avoid car crashes, you know? Dive. Like, Kyle, I don't really want to run that play. <laughs> Kyle's like, you're running this play. It's a hell of a catch 22. I swear to God, if you come out of bounds, you're. N- yeah, what are you going to do? Cut me? Yeah, I mean. I'll go to a normal team that won't run me into the ground. Lenny, too slow for the Niners. Didn't the Pats just sign Ty Montgomery? I think they did. They did. did they? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh oh, and they have Ramondre Stevenson. That's right. All right. Well, uh, maybe tomorrow Jimmy gets traded. You know, we're on standby. What a we're like a task what a run. for Jimmy for Jimmy rumors. What a run! What a run! What do you mean? What a run! It's not over. I know. Never going to end. So I'm just the run, just not going to stop. You just like you know, force. You just keep on running. We should do a, a show where we come up with all the Jimmy scenarios and see if we can eliminate any of them. Like, can we eliminate $27 million backup quarterback definitively? Yes. Okay, so there's one scenario eliminated. 
but uh, we could come up with a lot more scenarios probably that you can't eliminate than ones that you can. He's going to be the day one starter, isn't he? Question on the stream. I wouldn't mind that. Just now it's like, Jimmy's our starting quarterback. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'd be cool with that. No, I mean, I wouldn't be. No, but you would Would be the, the clarity of it. Like, I, oh, oh, no, thank you. Just, I, I can't. I'm, I'm here for the. I'm here for all the drama. Well, I ain't going anywhere because <laughs> you got nowhere to go. All right. On that note, everybody, thanks for hanging with us. Um, Deshaun News, right? That whole story developed, and then Matt Ryan got traded out of the blue. Who knows what the next week and month and months will hold. So I know this, John. This has been the history of the world and the history of sports. Something unexpected will happen. It's bound to happen. It happens every time. What it will be, only the Lord knows. Thank you to everybody for hanging with us. If you're on the YouTube, hit that like button while you're here. Sammy Sosa. What did Sammy do? Hit that. Uh, I think it was up, down. It was lips, chest, lips, chest, lips, chest. Uh, was it lips back on the way up? I can't. Oh, he wasn't doing crosses? I, I thought it was just boom, 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 up. Maybe right. I don't remember. There was a brief season of summer ball where I did the Star of David, but it was very time-consuming. It worked for you? Get any more hits? No. Had a hole in my swing yeah, that the Lord to. couldn't fix. <laughs> Most of us do. Most of us do. All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging. Like button. Adios, Pelota. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.